Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fojo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. I believe that today and tomorrow God will change your life here. Also, I believe it. I believe it. Can we can I study today? So the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse number one. I began with this on um on Wednesday. The Lord is good. Yes. Now, before I proceed or before I go into God's word, let me say this here. I think I've been saying this for some time now, but it looks like people would understand what I, what I mean when I say these things. Everything that comes out from your life is as a resource of the knowledge you have. God never created someone's experience to be different from their knowledge. Everything your mind thinketh of are the things you produce. It is impossible for a man to take evil and produce good. You are a product of your thoughts. You are a product of your knowledge. Now, it is never God's responsibility to teach a man the way you should know until a man is willing to. Or if that makes sense, church. Now, most of the times, we, we stand on the love that God has for mankind to justify the things we do. In the name of no one thing to do the right thing. Now, salvation is specked to the will of a man. God has never forced a man to believe in him. Once you come into God, salvation is the first step in knowing God. If that makes sense, church. You truly don't know God if all you did was to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and personal Savior. To more than confession, there's more than that. If that makes sense, church. One thing that speaks of the worth of a man in this kingdom is the knowledge you carry. Am I making sense here, church? So you realize that the average believer goes to church for years, for ages, for weeks, for months, but they have, they don't understand the principles of the kingdom. It's either they don't want to learn or they've chosen to obey what seems best with them. Am I communicating? So, for instance, you've come to church to pray. You are praying to God. You are clapping your hands. Understand that that prayer you are telling God is as a result of the things you know about God. Am I communicating? Anything that surpasses your knowledge is above God's power for you. All things are possible for and with God, not for you. Am I communicating? So you realize that some people will be like, why is it that God has blessed certain kind of people? You must know the knowledge you have. Years ago, I was praying, asking the Lord, how do pastors enter into wealth? And the Lord told me that the wealth of the man of God doesn't come from the people he pastors. It comes from the service he renders unto God. And God now rewards him, the men, that can help him do work. If that makes sense. Gone were the days when I thought that favor is only pegged to what God gives a man called grace. Until God told me that grace is the mother, favor is the child. 
And God made me understand that until you have the understanding on how to work with God and with man, favor can be complete. Now, I told you that that life of yours that is in pain is suffering because you have neglected the right knowledge that will bring you out of that process in life. You have power over seas when you have the right knowledge. I like that. In other words, everything about life is connected to man's thought. You are not different from what you think. Am I communicating, church? Yesterday, when I was teaching about prophet direction, I didn't understand that. We can't cast out delay if we only cast out a demon and forget the mind of the man. That is why you see deliverance ministers delivering one person more than ten times. All because they felt that when you cast out a demon, you have solved the case. In fact, you, you even increase the troubles the more if you let go of the demon and forget the mindset. Because in the rush of the spirit, your image is your mind. Now, why is it that I need in the name of Jesus to cast out a demon? But if the demon sees you are empty, he now goes to look for more serving stronger demons than himself to come to you. So what is it with you that a serving stronger demon can possess you when you claim Christ has delivered you? So deliverance is not complete until there's a change of mindset. Your life is at the mercy of the things you think of. That's why I told you, before you judge men by the acts they commit, look at what they think of. It will shock you that somebody can become church and they may never get into the things we say here. Please, your manifestation is not tied to what I see. It's tied to what you do. As powerful as your prophet may appear to you, it is your obedience to what he tells you to do that makes work in the life of the man of God. Not what you claim it is. Now, let me teach you basic Bible principles. Because we have neglected the truth. The truth will deliver the same content everywhere. Jesus, in the days of Abraham, didn't change in our days. The Lord told me, ladies and gentlemen, that the reason why some believers wouldn't see God is because they live by the dictates of their cultures. Really? So, for instance, I'm an Ashanti. Mama is an Achim. There are things that she will do based on where she's coming from. When she enters into God's house, that mindset stays outside. It can't be in God. You didn't hear me, church? The culture came into being because spirit initiated the thoughts. Am I communicating? So, back, I don't know if it's still there, but years ago, I was told that with Ashantes, if your father passes on, you have no right to his investment. Rather, his nephews have the power to choose what they believe for you. You are not a part of the man. And some people rose and fought against that principle. Now, when you come into God, that dictates this outside. If that makes sense. Ah, the strength of every kingdom is knowledge. If God says you are a king and you are a priest, you are a kingdom. Two things make up a kingdom, a king and a priest. This is why Christ was called the king. He was a king at the same time, a priest. He made up the kingdom. So church, when you refuse to learn or you refuse to relearn or unlearn the day of the learn, you, 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 you'll be left in life. The Lord told me. 
that aside salvation, the next phase of your life should be entering into the life that God created for you. Until then, life doesn't know you. So I have seen many people come to church for years. And all they do is to celebrate physical assets as testament of God's goodness. And God says, no, you are way, way below in life. I watched an interview on, 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 on CBN when they said that Bishop Oedipo is worth $150 million. And he says, if you ask me that question again, I'll leave this interview. He says, his worth is God and God can be paid with money. His worth is royalty. So it's an insult to say he's, he's worth 150 when the image he bears is that of Christ and not himself. And Christ, the Bible says when, when, when Elias told Peter, how much can I give you to buy the Holy Ghost? He says, may your money perish with you. So it's a pity when a believer at thinks that God has blessed him based on asset. No, you're a child. You're a child. In the kingdom, we rate our maturity based on how much you fear him. You didn't hear me, church. God never pegged success to the things you have, but who you become in him. Am I communicating? So when you come to church, you come with books and pen. You write down these points. You open your heart and keep them in your heart. I'm telling you, church. If not, eh, it will shock you that outsiders will come and they will come and take from you. It's a pity. Look at me. It's a pity that we have people in this church, active in this church. But there is no testimony of the grief they are serving. Because the heart is far from the ministry. I'm not talking here. You truly don't love God until you think the way He thinks. Somebody said knowledge. Even if I decide to skip this teaching of faith, you, you, you must believe this. Huh? Don't be too quick to help people until you change how they think. It doesn't make sense, church. I, I, I hardly share videos of people on my WhatsApp statuses. But yesterday, I watched a video of a woman of God thanking her husband, and it touched me so much. Because before we entered this year, I wrote a quote called The Exchange. Hello. And the Lord told me that one of the rewarding things a man can do is to perceive who people are to them and what they represent. Am I communicating? Now, more than the flesh a person has, it's the discovery of their value that makes you who they are. Somebody's not good for the good they do. They're good for who they are. Uh, you didn't hear me, church? You know, you are forced to call people good because they only do by doing well. The Bible says Christ called men evil and wicked for breastfeeding children. Oh, you don't know. He said, as wicked as you are, you, you, you can't even forget to feed your kids. He called, he called such men wicked people. Now, who would call a mother wicked for breastfeeding a child? So God says, somebody can feed you and still kill you. That's a mystery. Oh, am I communicating, church? I'm going somewhere, friends. Now, I wonder what made the path. Because I, when, I, when I listen to her message, I don't see anything mysterious about her messages. She's talking like she's reading from textbook. Until I realized that the honor she has given her husband is a secret. If that makes sense. Now, she said that she was trying to think of who she could have been if she didn't meet her husband. He says, and that thought was unending. Because she couldn't figure herself in any other life apart from the life God gave her to the husband. 
So people just don't enter into resource. There are things they do don't know of. If that makes sense. Now, the knowledge she has about marriage made the who she is today. God can give a man a thing. If you forget the knowledge about the life of that thing, you will lose it. Look at me. God has never entrusted into anyone's hand what you want. He only gives you a measure of grace to work in that thing. Because the miracle is him, not you. How am I talking here? If you study how God made mankind, you realize the means of transportation for us was wind, not car. So when you meet angels, they call you brothers, and they use, they use, they use wind to fly. So just imagine you want to call an angel a brother, and he flies by air, and you flies with car. There's difference. I'm not talking church. So it will shock you that, ah, there are some members, they've never come to church on time before. Never. Never. They will only come during prophetic time and prayer time. Meanwhile, what they are going through needs knowledge, not deliverance. Because some mysteries that will be decoded from the scriptures can ease your pain once and for all. One time. One time. One time. Jesus wasn't casting out demons when demons began to flee. He was teaching God's word. And the power of God hit them and demons went out. That demon is called ignorance. Even if I decide not to preach, this is a word. Color behind you, for Jesus. Have I, have I touched this tonight? So come to check with Bibles. Come with books and pen. After service, get time for yourself on your bed. Once you wake up from your, from your, from your, from your bed, don't go to your phone. Check your study notes. This is how men make it in life. It, it, it's, it's a principle. It, it's a principle. The Lord told me you can't lead until you read. He taught me that. He taught me that you can only influence based on the things you have in mind. If that makes sense. When I wanted to lead people with PhDs, God told me learn like them. If that makes sense, church. There are things you can't control if the mind has not perceived it. Poor nature said that anything that's beyond your mindset is beyond God's power for your life. The power of God is, is unlimited in heaven, but limited to mankind. When he comes upon the earth, he fragments his power based on your knowledge. I'm not teaching you. People who are castigating the church were once Christians. It doesn't make sense. All they did was to practice religiosity. Let me break it down for you. All they did was they had to come to church because they were forced to come to church. They didn't see the need and the importance of God to them. What does it mean? I'll teach today. I bless friends. My time is up. We have to soon pray. It's Friday. I began teaching on exploit. Somebody say amen. Or am I communicating church? I bless friends. You can't fill with this knowledge. Somebody say glory. I made you understand that working in exploit is the ministry God has given every human being. Commanding impact is a ministry God has become upon everyone here. You can't be small because you serve a big God. You can't live like someone who has lost a battle because God is a winner. Every good and every perfect gift didn't come from the enemy. It came from God. Don't forget that in God's kingdom, you carry the image of the one that bettered you. So since God made you a God in person, how can God feel? It's impossible. Look at me. When Christ came to die for you and I, he gave us power to become him. So he called us Jesus and called himself Christ. He called himself the bridegroom and called we the church the bride. He called himself the tree and called us the branches. 
Am I communicating? Now, it's impossible for a genuine seed, a genuine root to produce something evil. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. So when we live a life of disgrace, it's a pain to God. God doesn't want men to fail. Yet people are priding themselves in failure. And God cries. Because the witness of God to the church is the life of a man. Am I communicating? The Lord says, Benjamin, until you let them understand that testimony is a ministry, they can't pray for it well. Eh? Who here will leave his house in debt? You wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth. You go out of your house without brushing your teeth, without bathing. You will smell, you will stink. Hey, I made you understand that if all what the enemy does to you is to kill you, he has, he has lost. The enemy's ultimate gain is not death. The enemy's ultimate gain is when he enthrones himself as God in your life. You didn't hear me, church? Hey, the enemy wants to be seen as the master over your affairs of life. That is why he would have a way of dafting your mentality to believe that God can do for you. I'm not talking church. So God says, in order for people to know I'm God, you must first know me. When you know me, you will be strong. And then afterwards, you can walk in the next spot. You can't raise children who are filled in life. It's, it's impossible. So I was watching Masmoro today. He said that years ago, his kid brother was sent to international school. And after school, the kid brother began to smoke. When the police went after him, he told him to arrest the brother. Do you know why? Because he has the name called Monroe. They will say, how is it that you have a, a brother who is so powerful like this and you have a child who doesn't believe in God? He says, arrest him. He says, after the prison, God made him a pastor. He says, yes, that's it. Oh, am I communicating, church? Please, I, 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 I want you to know that your testimony is God's defense system. God has a way of defending himself. Jesus says, Father, glorify me. So that the life I live can glorify you. Can live in now. So he said, my people live in your house. He said, shame unto God's integrity. Hey? God is so jealous that he can't allow any other spirit to have you aside him alone. So once you go out of his path and will, he allows pain to teach you a lesson. Am I communicating, church? So I told you that you must understand the place called faith. Now look at me, church. The Bible says a woman that was bleeding for 12 good years touched the hem of who? Christ. And God healed. Jesus says, when the son of man returns, would he find such a fit like this? In other words, when God returns to pick up people, aside checking for those who are holy, he will look for those who have their faith. You didn't hear me, church. I, I repeat. Well, I, I bless friends. Remember, I made you understand that faith in God goes beyond belief. Remember? Now, you were told when you were growing up that to have faith in God means to believe that whatever you see, you can have. It is very true. Jesus says the evidence of things not seen yet hoped for. Talk to me, church. Oh, am I right? Are you aware that in this kingdom, you actually create something you want to have for yourself in your mindset? Talk to me, church. Am I right? But God says that is stage one of baby faith. When a man is a child in God, you create an impression of something you want to be in this kingdom. But creates your mindset. If that makes sense, friends. Uh -huh. Now, God says, not unto a man has faith. Any other service you render unto God is out of him. Hey. Without faith, a man cannot please God. So, when you lack understanding on the subject called faith, God says holiness is not real. In other words, the life God must celebrate is spent on the faith you have in God. So when somebody has a weaker faith, God says forget about him. 
words, faith is the root cause of a man's life. The very epicenter at which everything becomes possible is pegged to faith. Somebody say faith. Oh, hello. Am I teaching church? Somebody say amen. No, I'm doing a review of what I began on Wednesday. So, if you didn't come on Wednesday, please take this opportunity and learn well. I made you understand that God is telling someone today that everything about your life is connected to the weight of your feet. When a man lies in death in a place called faith, the life you have is not yours. It is possible for a man to live a life not born of him to live. I'm telling you, church. You didn't hear me. You know, this is why God has given the church prophetic grace. Because I told you yesterday that prophecy principally was never created by God to meet a man's need. It's beyond that. Until the will and the purpose of God can be communicated, prophecy is not correct. So even if I tell your name and I forget the will of God for your life, I didn't, I didn't help you. I've caused you pain. Because everything about the gift from God to a man must help you grow in faith. Faith is your life. The Lord told me that faith is how God sees you and how he calls you. Every virtue, the patriarch of old lived by was as a result of the faith they gained in God. When they gained that faith in God, God now says, for this kind of life that you have lived, let me call you this. If that makes sense, now the honor that Esther lived in honor of God to the king, God says that honor will be called favor. It's called faith in him. So faith is the life of a Christian. Hebrews 11 is one. My time is almost up. I want to pray now. Bye. I am Moses. The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything makes life worth living. Powerful. It is our handle on what we can't see. Thank you. My last word. Why oh, bless friends? I said faith is not just belief. Faith is not just hope. If I tell you to have faith in God, I didn't say just believe in him. If I say have faith in God, I didn't just say hope for the things you can't see. Now, these things are very important, ladies and gentlemen. Anything you can't see in the mind can reflect in reality. Trust me, church. But God says if you define faith based on what you can't see, yet hope to have them, that faith is wrong. There are people that claimed they believed in God, yet they failed. So, do they blame the God they claim they believed in? Or they, believe, or they, they, they will say their belief in God wasn't strong? Haven't you seen people tell you the man of God, I so much believed in the prophecy that I gave all my money to it. And at the end, they bounce back. Is the man of God the one that caused the pain or not? This is this. There is something about faith we don't know. If that makes sense, friends. The Bible says faith comes by hearing, number one. Number two, hearing again of the word of the Lord. Talk to me, church. Am I right? Now look at me. I want you to know that there are two understandings in this kingdom that will help a man know God better. Shalom, come here. Thank you, Jesus. Stand here. I bless friends. Now look at me. I want you to know that your original identity is not what we see here. This lady's original identity is the spirit that can't be seen. The unseen spirit is a real image. So if God is defining her worth, God will never define her worth based on what she has, but who she is in the spirit. 
She's a spirit being that has a soul that lives in the body. This body is only a carrier of God's presence. Uh, or am I communicating, church? Look at me, everybody. You need this word. Hello. Now, remember that when God is talking to her, if you are not in God, you will assume that God is speaking directly from his mouth. But the voice of God is not pegged to his speakings. He can communicate through act and that act becomes a message for you. Now, the spirit of God can only speak to the spirit of the man. And the mind of the man will not interpret the body of the man. When God begins to speak to Saul, God is speaking to the spirit man of Saul, not the flesh. Because in Zion, the flesh is the enemy of God. There is no way the flesh can be active. That is why when Adam was naked, he had to hide from God. Because principally, there's a barrier that a spirit can have intimacy with the spirit. Oh, I'm not talking church. So, when God speaks to this lady, the word comes from God and enters into her spirit as light. The language of God is light. If I prophesy your name, I had light in my spirit man. And the mind that has gone through experience will not translate that into a name. Am I talking here? God does not speak Hebrew. He does not speak Greek. He speaks light. John the Revelator entered into heaven and said, I saw the light that covered him. He was shining brighter than the sun that came from the sun. So when God is speaking, it's light you see. That is why the Bible says, since the devil was made the head prefect of all the angels, whatever he emanated was light. Because he was like streaming God. Somebody say light. God speaks to her spirit man. Now, the spirit man translates the message into the flesh. But here we go. It is possible for a man who hasn't grown in God yet to hear something about God and disbelieve in God. Trust me. Am I communicating? Let me look at a lady here and say, God says, tomorrow you get married. She would want to say, Amen. But she knows that until she has somebody in her life, she can't get married. Oh, talk to me, church. When I say God says tomorrow you'll be a millionaire, you know, ah, millions. It doesn't come like that. <laughs> oh, true of us. Uh -huh. There has to be some savings, some investment, if that makes sense. All together makes it a million. Now, God says, when you hear my speech or my promise concerning your life for the first time, you may doubt me. But what will make you know I have spoken again is that I affirm my word through a promise. So God says, when you hear God once, that word is not true, you must come twice. The power of prayer is in faith. The power of prayer is not in longevity, not in consistency. When the faith is there, you produce dead works. Apostle Peter says, when you pray and you believe that what you have said to God, he will answer. Believe and know it's settled. Either makes sense. So he affirms his promise to us by speaking to us. Aye. Because once he speaks to you, you may doubt him. When he speaks the second time, you know you are spoken indeed. So whenever God wants to give a man a promise, he swears by his name. Do you know why? Because God has exalted his name about his own word. Aye. 
Oh, am I communicating, church? Oh, the Lord is good. If you want to give me some clothes today, why bless friends? Sit down, please. What is faith? Faith is not belief. Faith is no hope. Faith is the obedient action you take in honor of God's word and his integrity. Faith is not belief. Faith is no hope. Faith is the obedient action a man takes in honor of God's word and his integrity. Do you know why? The Lord can only affirm the belief you claim you have in him based on what he tells you to do. A proof that God has heard your cry is the instruction he gives to you. If God couldn't speak about you in the place of prayer, he didn't hear you, ask him again. He's entitled to whatever he sees. I'm not teaching you. Huh? You can believe God for the wrong things or you live the wrong life. When a man's way is not a part of God's destiny, he may ask God for wrong things. And the loving God wouldn't give you something that will kill you before time. It's possible for a man to have a wrong feet in the wrong thing. Believing the right God for the right answer. <laughs> Can I break it down for you? Tommy, come here. Be fast. When I deal with the last it will make it easier for you. Please be fast. I like your shirt. Somebody say amen. Stand yourself. Now, let's assume that Tommy is asking God for one million pounds. Say amen. amen. Receive it. Okay. Now, do you know that faith must work in alignment with action? It can't just be dormant like that and when you come to him. If that makes sense. So there has to be a construction of a business plan. Am I right? And he has to look at the business plan from God's perspective. So even though the beginning is small, the end shall be great. If that makes sense. Now, that is the first step in faith. Now, he may be forced to confess and say, I'm a millionaire. It's not wrong. It's very powerful. But God says, when you just believe and look at this from a perspective alone, it's a problem. Because I must be connected to what you claim you have in your hand. That thing is called action. He needs to tell you what you must do. When you obey that command, it now comes to you. It's not called faith. I'm not teaching you. So, Abraham didn't know God. I told you on Wednesday, what at all did Abraham hear that made him convinced that the voice that came from God was God himself? There wasn't any sign of God performing any miracle in his days. He was living the days of idols, idolatry. What made him know that this was Yeshua speaking to him here? <laughs> God says, I will make sure that I give you the nations of the world. At that time, he was barren. He was childless. How do you tell a man the world is yours when there's no baby? you call somebody the king of kings and the fathers of all fathers when the man has no child? Just imagine me calling a millionaire. You have no million account. How is that possible? Now, don't forget that every action God told the man to obey, he obeyed well. He obeyed on time. He never for once doubted God. And God says, what you have done? It will be unfair unto me if I create heaven and didn't put your name there. So go into heaven. No angel is holy enough to have been named after any other thing in heaven like Abraham. So God says, if anyone should die in this kingdom, I'll bring him to Abraham's bosom. Can I confuse you here? 
Anyone that died before Christ came, they didn't enter into heaven. They entered into Abraham's bosom. So, can you imagine that? Angel Gabriel, in his holy state, God couldn't even name anything in heaven within him. Unto a man who didn't know God, believed in him. And God says, I have to account for that belief as holiness unto you. I, you didn't hear me, church. Abraham cheated on the wife. And God says, suck the woman that's given birth to your children. Meanwhile, God promised Abraham that your loins will carry seeds. Don't be angry at most. Let's be innovative. They carry the seed of Abraham. No matter how you fight them, even if God wants to fight, God can't fight them. Because when God looks at them, God sees his son inside. See, covenant. Oh, can't you see they're taking over the world? Hey, pray against them, it won't work. You can pray against their divination. Yes. But ask him to why they should think this can happen. Because the loins of God lives in them. Hey, faith. It's not just believing God. He says, leave your father's house. He left his father's house. Are you aware that God told him that I would give you a son? And after 25 years, the son came. One morning, God says, take your son. Follow him, take him to the mountain, and go and kill him. Just imagine me telling Brother Patrick that God says, Today, bring your children to me, let me kill them. Once I kill them on the altar, you go to heaven. Mama, look how you love Thomas. And I said, Bring me knife, I must kill Thomas. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say fire. 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 No, look at how Thomas is close to the market. And I said, today I have to put in a casket. Because I hear my ears that today. Once I do that, my market will go to heaven. Hey, my brother. They will scatter me on the internet. They will say, that guy is a demon. A demon. Now, there wasn't any track record of that in your scripture. That God demanded for human life. So when Abraham took that faith, now it wasn't just believe again, it wasn't hope, now it was the action he had to take called obedience. God says, Child, there's something about this man. Now don't forget that the angels that were surrounding God's throne was looking at Abraham as Jesus Christ. Because they knew that only God could give himself, die for mankind, take back his life, and restore men. So when they saw somebody willing to kill their child for the sake of God, God says, Kai, you are Christ in experience. You are Jesus in experience. You are God in experience. So heaven must have your name. When I tell you I believe in God, let me show you a proof of what I've done for God. For that belief to be affirmed. If I believe in words without action, that belief is fake. That's the meaning. Faith without works is dead. Am I communicating? Yeah. Huh? I want you to know that you can only know where you stand in God when he gives a man tests and trials. You think faith will make things easier for you? You think faith will make things cheaper for you? What crime at all did Job do? What crime did he commit? That God would have to allow the enemy to take ten of his children in one day. And he was told, thank God, that testimony came from a good heart. 
Faith is a mystery. Not just something theoretical. No. We have to live that life until we have the life in God. Have a seat, sir. One word. Tell me something. What must a man do to have his faith built in God? Number one, understand that in this kingdom, patience must be part of your life system. An impatient man will abort his destiny. Trust me. You truly don't know what you claim you have in God as faith until times test you. Eh. When a man is dead spirit, he can do anything. Did you hear me? Eh. Remember, God gives men speed, yet he's not in a hurry. Get the word. He gives men speed, yet he's not in a rush. When people always have to rush you to get things done, 90% is then coming from God. Everything about God and it's about his entry into his kingdom is built on joy and excellence. Trust me. Life will test you. Did you hear me? Life what? Life will test you. It will reveal the content of the people around your life. I was reading a book about this man called Dr. Mike Mudok. And he said, if you have never lost a friend in the place of pain, you've never lost any enemy, you've never lost anybody since life began with you, know that that enemy is waiting to kill you at the right time. Because what you go through in destiny will reveal the content of the land. At a point in time, Christ became alone. Not because they were evil. The destiny on head required loneliness. The Bible says God suffered as in Christ suffered and in his suffering he learned obedience by the things that came upon his life. Some things in life are learned best in pain. I'm at your church. Everyone's asking why is life teaching you this way? I, let me tell you why people become impatient. You know why? Because they have an expectation of how they should look like. It's not a problem. But if you are to vet that life you have in mind through God's perspective, you know that that life you want to have is cheap for God. People want to become millionaires overnight. Somebody placed my wisdom nugget on the status. And the friend said, I'm not a Christian. I'm a Muslim. But that guy is speaking to me in his post. Can I say this here? I told you on Wednesday, I repeat today, it is possible for someone to live their life you want. It's possible to live for ages, for years, and you will never come into the experience of God's promise for your life. Because patience was never part of you. Eh? There is honor in waiting. You can never waste if you wait. You were never created to understand God's timing. Let's go be the church. When people tell you that, Papa, my burdens are heavy, tell them you are carrying someone else's burden. Because when God is carrying your weight and your burden for you, it can't be heavy for you. I'm telling church, come on to me. All those who are heavily burdened. 
You think I'm holding mic because I'm anointed in this country? The test of your oil is pain. Did you hear me? The test of your oil is pain. Nothing truly comes to you until a man goes to pain in the kingdom. Eh. Everyone is running. Everyone is running so fast. Everyone goes his way. The issue here is not what you want to get from him. He wants to make you something above your thoughts. You didn't hear me. Hey. I preached on destiny on Sunday and people were in tears in Germany. I made them understand that, you know, in this kind of way, there are many people around God, only few are in Him. There are many people around God, only few are in Him. The life you must have will come from Him, not being around Him. You need Him in church. Judas was around God, he wasn't in God. The Bible says when Peter now had the revelation of who God was, he now lived in him. So God will make a rock. But the rock is only for God. It's only for spirits. Only for Jesus. But the revelation of Peter knowing God's worth made him a God factor. So God will make your head over the apostles. It's a mystery. Huh. Everyone came to this country and they all did this. So you want to feel the same pattern too. You will suffer. I'm telling you. God knows how to bless men. And tell you, church, am I communicating? I told you how the Lord told me that in order to spearhead the ministry, watch your father when he preaches, watch the way he preaches, follow whatever he does. He says, Once you honor him genuinely, I will give you what he has on his head. He told me that I will give you people who are older than your age and you speak for wisdom. He says, you speak and people marvel with the way you speak. He says, don't pray for it. Just honor your father. You didn't hear me? We're in this church, in this church, and then the grace came over my life. It became a terror in this country. Everyone was fighting. God told me that I'll give you honor over nations where people will now come to your horizon. Kings and queens will come to your horizon. That should not be my eyes. Am I complicating it? Today I look at my schedule. I wonder if I was the same person I was praying for this grace 10 years ago. There's one impatient. I'm not talking church. Let God give you the life you deserve. You, what the Pope said, if he didn't have the resources having today, he would have wondered if he believed in a myth and not God's mystery. When God told him, I will give you 10,000, 100,000, 40,000, he says that he was, he was pastoring in a classroom. But he saw 100,000 in the classroom. I know how it feels to be cheated on. Yeah. When life is depreciating your wealth, it's painful. You want to act. Haven't anyone caused you pain before? Whereby you want God to speak and act. So you prove that God is powerful and God keeps quiet. He's a wise man. Let him put you in the place of king so you can eat well. Because you can eat well in the presence of your enemies. If there are no enemies in your presence in kingship, that kingship has no honor. Thank you and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminfodger.org. 
follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Fojo. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Fojo. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Fojo. And on website is www.benjaminfojo.org. Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fojo. The vision, the mission, the passion.